Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. On Thursday, August the 11th, for practice for your Pittsburgh Steelers. It'll be the last practice open to the public before the preseason game. Preseason game number one at home on Saturday night against the Seattle Seahawks. And we've got a treat here today on campus because my co-host, Mr. Arthur Motes, is here. He's live on location like many in Steeler Nation. Who, me? How we doing, partner? Man, first off, I got a grievance, okay? You were catching I, some strays listen, coming in here, I, I tell you. I have stuff that I got to get off my chest, all right? So... We know it's not often I like to come out here. I have a lot of PTSD. But when I do decide to come out here, how do I get chastised the way that I get chastised? That's all I'm saying. I thought that my colleagues, you know, we're talking Max Starks mm -hmm. and Craig Wolfley. I thought we were a family. I thought we were friends. I thought we were all in this together, right? But the way that they treat me, the way that they talk about me when I come out here, it just hurts my heart. <laughs> hurts my heart. I sacrificed everything. It's a Billy Joel concert tonight, Wes. There is. I'm forfeiting that concert to be out here, Wes, because I love y'all. I love the people. It's not what I demand. It's what the game demands, Wes. The game demands respect. Sacrifices must be made. That's, that's the and truth. And if you're not 100% in it, then what are you doing it for? So I took that trip this morning, you know, across all of the treacherous roadways and byways and tunnels. Tunnels, multiple tunnels. You know what that's like in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. Construction on top of construction on top of more construction mm -hmm. to make it out here in a timely manner. Just to give my feelings hurt by my friends. Oh, my gosh. I just can't believe y'all, man. I can't believe it. All the slander, all the backstabbing. Why? Why? Yeah, it's I'm just a man of the people. It's supposed to be one big SNR family Come on, here. man. I, mean, I, th I thought we were family, man. That's all I'm saying. It just doesn't feel like that at times when I get chastised like this on air. Well, you know what it is. It's like um, it don't say and don't say if you like somebody, you be mean to them. I don't believe that. Nope. No, not nope. that. And don't say if y'all really friends, y'all gonna pick on each other. Nope. Nope. And I don't have thick skin. Nope. 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 <laughs> it's like when you it's like when you miss a holiday or two with the family, and then when you, you when you're finally there at holiday, nope. you know, and everyone's kind of nope. like, oh, look who it nope. is. See, see, they gonna hit you with the y'all see me today. Y'all ain't gonna see me again till next year. <laughs> Y'all hurt my feelings. Oh, I'm mad. <laughs> well, we got Arthur Bose today. We better enjoy it. We are uh, going to enjoy no, no, uh, no, practice here with the Moats clan. You better believe it, man. I'm excited about it, man. It feels good to be back out here. I was uh, really frustrated, man, these past couple of days with the scheduling, you know? We would joke about it on air, but it was some other days that I was definitely wanting to be out here, man, to obviously kick it with my friend. You know what I'm saying? Got to kick it with my partner. 
But at the same time, I always want to be able to get eyes on these guys, man. And the fact they're going to be in pads today on top of that, I said oh, I yeah. can't miss this opportunity, man. So we are here, and we are excited. And, yes, it is a beautiful a hot day. One. Oh, my. It's football weather, though. Yeah. In, in terms of oh, yeah. when you're talking about training camp time frame, man, this is the weather you want. I mean, obviously, as a player, you would prefer it to be like how it has been these other days, where it's a little breezier, a little cooler. But in terms of really getting your mind and your body prepared for what you're going to need to do this season, this is the weather you need it to be. Preferably, you want it a little bit hotter. I yeah. mean, this little bit of breeze is cool, but you want it hotter because sweating is key right now, man. Sweating is going to help you just get where you need to be in terms of a physical conditioning standpoint. And as Coach Tomlin loves to say, I mean, he's – beat this in my head to where it's now it just comes out verbatim you know <laughs> especially when you're walking absolutely, around absolutely man physical conditioning precedes everything if you are not in shape if you are not in elite physical conditioning nothing else matters i don't care how fundamentally sound you are i don't care how athletic you are because when you are tired all that goes out the window when you are tired muscle memory takes over and when you are tired your technique gets sloppy your effort goes down mm -hmm. you're just not the same player so that's why it's so critical to have that condition, and that's why as players we don't like these type of days, but we respect them because we know what they mean for us. Sure. And that's why Coach Tommy, you'll hear him always talking about why he wants these practices right at 155 at the hottest time of the day mm -hmm. because he knows that's the easiest and most efficient way to accomplish that. Uh, it certainly is. There, There is always a rhyme to that reason with how they do things, and and you're right, about 2 o'clock, that, uh, that is when it's the hottest out, especially in a place like this in Latrobe where we're – you know, it's weird. It's not quite the same. I think a lot of people probably picture the same weather as you get in Pittsburgh, and it is pretty similar. Mm -hmm. But with the, the mountain ranges and everything here, you do dodge some of the rain that, that we get in Pittsburgh, and it is a little bit more open in that sense as well, too. So that sun, nowhere to hide when you're out here. No nowhere doubt, to no run doubt about that. to, baby. No, nowhere to hide out here. And uh, and it's a hot one today, about 78 degrees here and sunny right now. You're welcome. All the yeah, people Arthur that are Motes complaining about the heat, the heat, you're welcome. Would you rather I leave and give the rain out here and we have a 1030 practice? You're waking up and you're trying to get your, you know, your pancakes and your waffles and you're like, oh, no, we got to go. Grab the Lego Ego. Let's go. You know, is that what you want? Or do you want to have it a little bit more toastier? But we could all have a nice little breakfast brunch, come out here, kick our feet up, and get a little suntan while we're at it, you know? Man uh, of the people, that's all I'm you saying. You are man of the people. Man of the you people. brought the sunshine with you, as you always do. We appreciate that. Well, I mean, when that. you think about it, you know, in northern, in the Pittsburgh, not even Pittsburgh, but just the northern part of the country, northeastern, man, a lot of vitamin D deficiencies up here. So I'm bringing this out here for y'all. And the fact that, they bash me. The fact that they get on me. I know. I just, I just don't get it, man. I know. I'm trying, I'm, trying, I'm trying to make the world better. And you better. know what? I mean, it, it makes you feel bad, right? I mean, me too. Every day I pull up here, right? And the first thing Wolf and Max say is they don't say, how you doing? They don't say, how's the family? They don't say, uh, how was the drive-in or anything? Where's Moats? What am I, chop liver? Hey, but see, you know that's why I had to come here as well? To have your back. I, I said, man, I can't that. have I you out here, that. man. They they thinking it's a solo act, or they thinking you crazy. You're talking to somebody, but they never see who you yeah. were talking to. A lot of lot of looks you know? over the last uh, last week or so. So I said, let me let me do what any good friend would do. Let me show up, man. And I'm here for you today. I appreciate that. Come on, man. I do. Motsi, uh, about well half an hour or so ago, Mike Tomlin speaking to the uh, assembled media to our right, where we sit right now, the uh, the Fred Rogers Center. Uh, down here on the campus of St. Vincent College, Mike Tomlin doing a, uh, a press conference, a 
prequel press conference to preseason game number one, if you will. And, of course, you know where we got to start. Some interesting things that he said that, that I want to discuss as, as we kind of will uh, kick around some of the things that Mike Tomlin said today on the show. We will obviously uh, get you ready for Saturday night as well, too. Uh, and for Saturday night, as, you know, I think all of us really assumed, but we now know for sure because Mike Tomlin said so just within the past hour. Mike Tomlin it was a saying, stone cold? <laughs> Who says so? Give me a heck yeah. Okay, just checking. Mike Tomlin saying that Mitch Trubisky will start the preseason opener Saturday night at home against the Seahawks. Again, we had all assumed that. I don't think anybody is surprised by that, but you hear it now. It's uh, it's in stone. It's in written word, well, spoken word, by the head coach, Mike Tomlin. So Saturday's preseason opener against the Seahawks, Mitch Trubisky will start. Says the uh, the first team will play the first quarter ish. You know he said that that could bleed into the yeah. second quarter. It won't be it won't be like a, a hard cutoff there. And the but reason Mitch Trubisky <coughs> to start yeah. first team to get about the first quarter. Mm-hmm. And the whole reason and with um, that loose ending to the first quarter thing is because you typically want to see two series. And depending on how the flow of that quarter is going, if you have you know one long drive by the offense, then one long drive by their offense, you're probably not going to get a chance to have another sustainable drive within that quarter just based on the time limits and stuff like that. So that's part of the reason why, you know, you have to keep it open-ended like that Mm -hmm. because we know us media people will hold his feet to the fire at times. (laughs) Absolutely. And, you know, too, it's just as simple as, I mean, say the the team is driving, right, Mm -hmm. at the end of the first quarter and it's, you know, it's second and goal as the first quarter yeah. ends or something. He's going to let them finish Correct. finish that drive. Nope, sub them out. Nope, sub them <laughs> New out. Group. New group. New group. Get everybody else in there. Second and goal. Get everybody else in there. I told them one quarter. Sub so, them out. So about 15 minutes or so for the first team uh, on Saturday night. Mike Tomlin also saying the second team will play the second and third quarters. And that the third team and elsewhere <laughs> will play the fourth and final quarter. So now, Motsi, the question becomes, I think, well, all right, after Mitch Trubisky, you know, so we'll think Mitch Trubisky will get about the first 15 minutes-ish. Mm-hmm. After Mitch Trubisky, who's going to be the next quarterback to get reps? Who's going to be the one? Is it going to be Mason Rudolph, who runs with the second team and gets the majority of the snaps, then plays half the game, the second and the third quarters? Will it be Kenny Pickett just getting fourth quarter reps? Uh, will Kenny Pickett get the first crack at it? Could it look different? Uh, could we see maybe um, – I don't want to say a rotation, but could we see it not be exactly as set in stone with the rest of the second and third teamers like we've seen with Mason Rudolph and Kenny Pickett to this point where they've kind of bounced back and forth? What's your early guess on how that plays out? Um, <clears throat> I think it's going to be Mason getting that second and third, and then after that I think it would be Kenny to finish it, man, just because the first game. Uh, knowing how Coach C likes to handle some of his rookies, he doesn't want them to feel like they have any privilege. Um, this is the same guy that I saw have Ryan Shazier covering kickoffs <laughs> in a Hall of Fame game. And I'm sitting here like, bro, what are we doing? <laughs> Why? But that's how Coach Tomlin operates. I've seen him have Bud Dupree running down on kickoff and trying to block on kick return. And I'm like, Bud, I love you, but this is not your this calling, bro. This is not what this you, is not this what is you, not you what do. you're put you know? out here to do. <laughs> so with that, though, he will – potentially put Kenny out there at the end just to create that adversity, just to make him have to get accustomed to playing in less than ideal situations. Because when you go out there with that third unit in that fourth quarter of a preseason game, it gets gory at times. A lot of guys who aren't going to be around in a couple weeks. Very true. And you want to see, all right, can you go through that process and still look the part? On paper, he should be able to do that just fine. 
but that's kind of the approach you take with it. You don't make it too big of a deal for him, but you just want to kind of ease him into this thing because you know once you turn the keys over to him, whenever that is, if it's this year, if it's middle of the season, if it's next season, if it's two years from now, whenever you turn those keys over there to him, it changes. The expectations are real there. You can't go back. And that's the other part of this thing where you're like, I'm sure the people that love Kenny and are, you know, big supporters of him want him to be QB1 today and put him out there, you know, to start against the Seahawks. But it's like, man, when you expose this player, you can't rewind that clock. Once once he's introduced to that negativity, once that negativity becomes a part of his game, once that's part of his mental makeup because it happens to everybody in this league, now you're trying to undo it. Now you're you're talking Mm -hmm. about how Trevor Lawrence is in a sense. Can this guy be better than what we saw last year? Can he get rid of the negative tape? And it's just a lot harder. It's just something else for that player to deal with. Whereas in our situation, we have a little bit of a luxury. We don't have to put him out there right now. So I think what Coach Simon is doing with this rotation thus far and how he's hinting to it for uh, right, for right. the game, I think he's taking that same approach. No. Just ease Kenny into this thing. There is no rush for it. Why does he need to go out there? Because you throw an interception in practice is way different than you throw an interception with the first unit in the first preseason game. We already know that storyline. What is it going to read? Uh, Pickett throws interception in first NFL game. And, and then don't first let – First NFL action. And don't let any of these other quarterbacks that went after him play well in their first game, even though we know it's really meaningless right now. But they will spend that, and that will be something else that he would have to deal with in terms of that negativity. And we're human. So even though we are mentally tough, even though we are always working on staying locked in and not – allowing the peanut gallery or the outside noise to affect us or impact us is still something that you constantly have to deal with. It's something that is taken away from your overall preparation. Yeah. And that's the thing that when you're talking about as a coach, you have to think big picture like that. It's bigger than, you know, just doing what the crowd might want. It's bigger than doing what the majority might want. Sometimes you got to do what's in the best interest of that particular player. And even though this isn't this the case of bringing a guy back from an injury, you're still trying to be careful with him from a mentality standpoint because he's at a tough, tough, tough position. Absolutely. From a mentality perspective. And if you allow that mind to get bad, man, anything can happen out there. We've seen some of those quarterbacks where it's like, you know, he, he's, he's a deer in headlights right now. Or he's seeing ghosts. He's seeing ghosts. He's seeing ghosts. You know, it's between his ears. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the type of stuff you want to avoid. No, Absolutely. And I, I, I'm with you. I think that makes a lot of sense. That is exactly how Mike Tomlin has operated in the past with, as you mentioned, everyone from Ryan Shazier and Bud Dupree uh, to, to what we anticipate will Had be. Had my the, man Bud running down there on whew. kickoff, trying to block somebody on kickoff return. I say, Bud, what you doing? Hey, man, you know, hey, Danny Smith, bro. In the Danny Hall Smith. of Fame game, too. I'm I like, mean, Lord. Could Ryan you imagine Shazier. being some poor fourth stringer? Ryan Shazier, I will never forget, covering that kick in the Hall of Fame game. I'm just like, bro. What are you doing? But why? Why? And they're like, yo, we don't care about that first round stuff. We coming out the game, we like, yo, Shay, you coming? No, I'm still in. <laughs> like, bro, what? Some, some some poor guy. Like, son, it's the Hall of Fame game. Some Shea, poor why guy. Are you out there still? Some poor guy who, like, two months oh later, my gosh, right, bro, two months later was going to be selling real estate or Seriously, selling life insurance. Man. He was working at Allstate. You know is, how it goes. It, it's getting blown up by Ryan Shazier on kickoff. Yeah, man. That's why I would never forget. I was like, bro, Ryan Shazier is out here covering a kick. Yep. Yeah, so I, I think you're right with how you anticipate um, that being delegated in preseason game number one because, you know, history uh, is certainly uh, backing you up 
in that regard. Uh, but we're going to wait and see on Saturday night. But but I'm with Motsi. I think that's how it will play out for, for preseason game one for Kenny Pickett and for the quarterback rotation. And, hey, one thing I'll say to that is I know that that might, you know, peeve some people, certainly, who think he should be getting more spin. One thing that we talked about early with Kenny Pickett was how, you know, the, the, the Tunchokin thing. You know, if you can't beat the stiffs, you are a stiff. Mm-hmm. And how after the first few days of practice – when he's been running with the threes, and you know he need, he deserved that time to, to get acclimated and get set and, and start to get his feet wet as well too. Ever since those first few days of practice, uh, when Kenny Pickett has been out there with the third team, he's he's looked like a guy who doesn't belong out there with the third mm-hmm. team, and I mean that in the in good, a good way. In the in a good, good way. way. Yeah. He he clearly is the best one on the field. He's starting to elevate his wide receivers that are out there with him, and that I think is part of the process as well too. You know, you and I talked about that. It's. It's you know one thing to be with the third team, but you should you should stand out. All your teammates, particularly your wide receivers, should be better with you out there. We've seen that from Kenny Pickett over the last two weeks of camp, and uh, a chance for him to potentially prove that on Saturday night as well. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes. It is the Steelers Blitz here on SNR on a sunny day in Latrobe. It's a packed one here on the campus of St. Vincent College. Uh, poor Wolf. Although you know what, maybe I won't say poor Wolf. It's never poor Wolf because they deserved the, the, it. They the, deserved the way, it today I'm about to say the way shots the way that Wolf and Max talked about me on air to my face and behind my back. Because this is the thing they were talking, and I said I'm gonna turn my back so they'll have to talk behind my back, and let me see if they'll keep doing it. Oh, that's petty. And you know they kept doing it. I said, man, that's crazy. Where's the loyalty at? <laughs> Huh, where's the so, loyalty? Where's the love? So poor Wolf, you know, he went he went off air about 20, 25 minutes ago, and uh, he just, I saw him finally be able to make his way over there to the cafeteria. And, and I hope he's sweating extra by the time. I want all the back sweat. It's a, it's a crowded one here today. I all, want back sweat. I want, you know that, you know that sweat that go down Wolf. that lower back? You like, ugh. I want, I want him to have that one. That's the one I hope he has. You hope he's real uncomfortable yep. in the cafeteria yep. right now? I hope he feel real, real just soggy when he sit down, too. Yep. Him and Maxis, they just keep bullying me. <laughs> I'm a victim. Well, Motes, he's fighting back now. I'm a fight back, though. You better believe it. And we're going to see who fights back out here in a couple hours in a padded practice for the Steelers as we are two days away from preseason game number one. More from Mike Tomlin's press conference when we return. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes, live at training camp. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is Black and Gold Fan Habit SNR. SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Back on the Blitz, Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes here on a sunny Thursday afternoon in Latrobe. We are just, oh, what, about an hour and a half here, about 90 minutes or so from practice for your Pittsburgh Steelers. It will be a full padded practice today. Just the way we like it. And then you know what? Close practice tomorrow. I keep seeing close practice tomorrow with a full. Like you got to wear clothes? With a, well, you better. Oh, man, that sucks. You know what? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was America. Well, we got to wear, wear clothes now. More, I thought this I, was I'm America. More, I'm more aerodynamic without clothes. That's all I'm saying. Um, with, a, with a full padded practice today in the heat out here in Latrobe, right? Mm-hmm. Close tomorrow, game on Saturday. What's that closed practice look like tomorrow? Is it a walkthrough of sorts, or, or might there still be some thumping? Well, it just depends on Coach Tomlin's mindset or mood that day. Um, throughout my four years playing under Coach Tomlin, I've had it where that closed practice on Friday is still a padded practice, but the intensity is slightly dialed down. Um, we would take it as a thud tempo, which essentially means you're full speed up until contact. Then after that, you're just going to lightly bump that uh, ball carrier. 
with your shoulder pads, get your head across the bow, but you're not stopping them in the sense of impeding them from finishing the run. You're just making a play so you see on camera that player knows you know you're in position. You got a nice little pop, but other than that, you're letting that guy finish. Whereas what we see out here typically, what we'll see today is what? Everybody, 11 has to the ball, wrapping the ball, carry up, trying to stop him, or in some cases even tackle him to the ground. So that's one of the ways that he's handled the close practice the day before the game. Um, the other way that he's done it is kind of like a mock in-season Friday, but with pads on. So you'll still be the full dress because he wants you to get used to that body weight because sure. those pads add another, like I said, anywhere between 8 to 10, 8 to 12 pads, or 8 to 12 pounds you know, of equipment. So he wants you always getting used to having that on to get your, your hip flexors, your groins, your hamstrings just conditioned for that. So you don't have those soft tissue injuries and stuff that, you know, most guys have at the beginning of the camp when you first put those pads on. Right. So <clears throat> it won't be a walkthrough, but it'll be a nice clip, a nice uh, tempo to that, but just no physicality with it at all. And then he'll also potentially introduce the cards. Now, because I haven't played under him with when it was just three preseason games, I don't know which game he wants to do this for. The way we would typically do it when we have four games or in some cases five games, we would wait until that second game to really start introducing the theme of scout team. Because in season, you're going to have practice squad players, which are scout team players. But you're not on scout team right now. This is a 90-man roster. Everybody's competing for a job. So we start to introduce how you play off of a card out here. Okay. So you're already seeing who can read a card and execute this thing without being a, a practice squad hero because the card is telling you, hey, man, we're running cover three, so you know, but this isn't a 4-3 defense. But Seattle might run a 4-3, so they're saying, hey, we're going to have our guys do this. So you're going to be able to show your versatility and your flexibility and stuff like that. But at the same time, he wants to see can you operate and do what the card is asking you to do so the offense or the defense, whoever you're working with, can get a good look and get prepared for the game. So that's another thing that he'll like to introduce on those Friday practices or those day before the game practices while you're out here when it's a close to the public situation. Because the flip side is not only are we trying to introduce the card element of it and show the different looks for the opposing team, whether it's offense or our defense, we also are going through our game plan. So when you talk about your first 15 plays, that's what we're working on out here defensively, whatever our theme of the week is whatever our calls are going to be and trust me during the preseason we don't have a lot of checks we're very vanilla we go into preseason games sometimes with four calls and that's just the reality of it and then we'll have obviously a goal line call and a backed up call something like that you know but other than that it's really vanilla because we just want to see can you play fast I don't want you thinking I just want you playing taking the techniques that we've been teaching you these past couple of weeks and from OTAs and just go out there and execute it against somebody different somebody that doesn't have on the same color as you so those are all the things that we're working on during those closed practices. So the physicality is down, but the sense of focus, the mental intensity, sharpness. the mental element yeah. is ratcheted up a lot more, largely because now we are saying, hey, these are the answers to the test. That's essentially what it is. Think about when you go to school and you, hey, you got a test on Friday. We're going to do the big study guy walk through everything <laughs> on Thursday. Here's 100 questions. That's what it it's is. It's going to be 70 yeah. of these are on the test. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. So we yeah. say, hey, we're going to introduce our first 15. We know what we like to call on defense. But, hey, tackle for a loss can change something. Giving up a big play can change something. Big return, a turnover, anything can change it. So you have a book of this is what we could run today or this is what we could run tomorrow. Get very, very comfortable with this. 
but at the same time, be light on your feet because mm-hmm. who knows what can happen. Be but, ready to adjust. Right, but this is what we're going to go in. This is the mindset. So you lock in on that, and that's the part when you're out here where it's like, yo, I don't want to hear anything. Like this is – most of the time those practices, man, it's so efficient because we understand like, hey, man, we are right on the brink of having to run this stuff for real. And if you're messing it up in practice, I can guarantee you – You're going to mess it up on game mess it day. up in the game. Yeah. No, like I, I used to laugh when my coaches would tell me this, and I would be like, "Man, y'all lying, y'all just that's coach talk." Until you start paying attention to it, and you're like, "Man, when these dudes be messing up on Fridays practice, or when these guys mess up at the end of the week, nine times out of ten on Sunday or in that game, you see them mess up the exact same thing." And that's when we started to realize the significance of it. That's when we started to realize, "Hey, man, you got to take this serious because if you don't, it's gonna roll over into that game, and that's the Absolutely. difference between winning and losing." Absolutely. No, it certainly is. That I mean that right there is is one of the oldest things that coaches preach, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to you got to practice how you play because you're going to play how you practice. Um and 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 that is certainly I think that's that's I know. I don't think. I know that's not just in the physical element, that's in the mental element uh, of preparation as well too. Um and you got to not just not mess it up here, right? But you've got to habitually like get it ingrained in your mind the yeah. right way that you're doing things um and not just oh you know we, we did it right once or twice now I can can you know kind of just blow off the rest of this um it's you gotta you gotta make it habitual so that when you go out there in stadium and you're lined up against the other team and the lights are on and people are screaming and yelling and, and all those different things that it's second nature correct by, by that point yep as well too uh yeah, no, that's I, I love it. I love the way you lay that down. That makes a lot of sense, and, and obviously they will they'll be working on all that tomorrow. Uh, practice closed tomorrow to the public, so don't show up here to St. Vincent College it's on Friday. <laughs> that means you, you, you got to be dressed. You got to put a t-shirt on. Today will be the uh, you got to have pants and shoes to come out here tomorrow, man. It's closed, closed practice. All right, put your clothes on. That's what it means. That's not what it means. Wes, you know that's what it means. Wes, why you, do they call it a closed practice? Listen. So, so if it's an open practice, that means what? You ain't got to wear clothes. So we see people with shorts. So we see people with no shirt on because it's open. You wear what you want. It's open. So wait, hold on now. Now you're really opening a can of worms here. Oh, you telling me now shirts? We open it. You telling Come me on, shirts man. and shorts aren't considered clothes? What you mean? Those are optional. It's open. Think open marriage, right? It's the option of keeping it closed or open. So when you got open attire, you can wear whatever you want out here. But when it's closed, that means you got to have a T-shirt and shorts on, man. Mandatory. No shoes, no shirt, no service. You know the rules, man. Oh, my goodness. Come on now. I would not make if anything. That part's true. That part's true. If anything, this is a fact-based show. Everyone knows that. Yep. We We stand by the facts. We are nothing if not fact-based here on on this program. Better believe it. Um, <laughs> clothes practice. Put the clothes oh, on tomorrow, man. Yeah, I tell you what. Put the clothes on. Uh, so that's why Mike Tomlin's been wearing shorts all week. Obviously. When he normally, when he normally wears the, the slacks. Yeah, Come on, no, man. I got it. I got it. Now it's, hey, now hey, it's, it's starting the to details. Come Where's the minutiae? You got to detail your work. Come on, man. That's one of the first things come you started on, preaching to me when we started doing this show together four years ago. Clothes you gotta, practice you gotta tomorrow. Detail, you got to detail your work. Better come out with a t-shirt and shorts on, man. <laughs> uh, please do not come out here tomorrow. Yeah, no, in all seriousness, you won't be able to get it. Yeah, yeah. But you'll have clothes on, which will be good. You'll be good. You'll be good. They'll be nice to you. They'll just They'll, tell yeah. you, sorry, you can't go you yeah. can't go down to the bleachers or onto the grassy knoll. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this will be the last open just practice today. Just think of today. the hate messages we would both get. Well, it's a good thing you're off social media. <laughs> oh, you one of us, one yep. of us would get them. Yep. One of us. I already had to, do, I already had to break I, a poor kid's guy. heart yesterday and yep. tell him practice was over. I'm the guy throwing shots and hiding my hand. <sighs> That's me. Yep. <laughs> it's the last day we'll be out here. 
until Monday will be the next day yeah. of open practice for your Steelers. Then you go back to wearing what you want. Don't worry then about it. Then you go back to wearing what you yep. want Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then that's Absolutely. a wrap on training camp 2022. Team leaves Friday to fly down to Jacksonville for mm-hmm. preseason. Duval. Game number two, down to Duval. And I bet you'll be warm down there. Ooh. Oh, absolutely. Late August, <laughs> Jacksonville. Yeah, that's going to that's gonna be a warm one. That's going to be a warm one. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be good. Practice today, normal time, no change due to weather concerns. It's sunny. It's warm. It's got to be close to 80 degrees if it's not already. I, I certainly think we'll be there in about another hour and a half or so once practice is It, it doesn't have to be, though, if you don't want it to be, since some of us, we're going we're to stay in out here for a little while. You know, it, don't, it can stay in this, like, 70s with this. This would be great. This, this would be this perfect. This would be great. Me and you would enjoy this. Yes. Largely. We, There's we, a nice yes. breeze, too. Nice mm-hmm. nice breeze Absolutely. going on. Yeah. I tell you what, as the people uh, as the people roll in here to Chuck Knoll Field, uh, bleachers starting to get full, grassy knoll, all the good spots taken already, Autograph Hill, big line to when they open the gate to get over to Autograph Hill. So, yeah, it's all happening here on campus on this Thursday. Motsi and I will take you up until 2 o'clock, as we always uh, do here. Uh, before we hand things over to Dale Lolly and Matt Williamson, they'll describe practice as only they can. Uh, we also, I believe, I haven't gotten official confirmation, but I was told yesterday when I was leaving. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh-huh. uh, Doug Ligurski yes. was going was gonna to sit down with shout us. Shout out. At, Give my dog at, a shout at, out. At some point, uh, you know, like an hour or so from now. Love Doug, man. Come as, on, we need him in as here. As well, too. Yes, we need. That's my partner we, right there we, we need, we need Doug in here. I mean, I know he went to the wrong WVU school, but, you know, we'll, we'll <laughs> I forgot you. We'll, we'll let the we'll let the Marshall man we'll let the Marshall man slide and, and let him let him on 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 the show certainly. Uh, so that, Doug, <laughs> Doug been up the road too. You think we're about like it, old man? we're old rivals yeah. and you're about to be new rivals Let's with go, Marshall man. and JMU. No, yeah, we'll have some fun with Doug uh, about an hour from now as long as uh, as long as everything goes. As planned, we are on the deck of Chuck Knoll Field in anticipation of a padded practice on a beautiful day here in Latrobe. A couple more things that Mike Tomlin touched on in his press conference about an hour ago as we close out our first hour of the show when we return. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes, it's our ongoing training camp coverage. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. A little over an hour until a padded practice here on the campus of St. Vincent College for your Pittsburgh Steelers. It'll be their last open practice until Monday, and then just like that, it'll be the last week of camp. Yeah, time flies when you're having fun. I tell you what. Uh, it all started on July 26th for the guys here. Report day, 27th, was the first day of open practice. Uh, they will have one more open practice today, and then next week, four more. So you're getting down to your final chances to get out here to beautiful Latrobe and uh, and take in one of the coolest settings uh, in all of sports, yeah. certainly in training camps. I don't know, Motsi, if there's anybody in professional sports who does training camp like the Pittsburgh Steelers do. I know there's other NFL teams that go away from their facilities and allow fans and all those things, but not to the same place they've been going to since the 60s. Yeah. And, you know, listen, I'm not going to pretend like I've been to Chiefs training camp or like I've been to Packers training camp. Right? I've been to the Eagles as well, too. That's the only other one. Um, but just the setting here. You know, you got campus and the cathedral in the background. You look to the right and you've got the Laurel Valley and the mountains and, and all that. I mean, this is it's a it's a very unique setting and it's part of why, you know, so many thousands of fans keep coming back year after year. Oh yeah, without a doubt. I mean, they do it right here. 
Um, obviously, some places they'll do more of the bells and whistles. But here, man, this is what Pittsburgh is about. Football. Football. We're not about, you know, the glitz and glamours. We don't need a lot of – I don't need no selfie know, stick. Pop and circumstances, just things like that. I mean – Sometimes you want to have that just gutter feel, that grittiness, and that's what you feel when you are here. It feels like a football training camp. It feels like the main event is what's taking place on the field, not what's on the sidelines and things like that. So I do love that element of it as well. But, man, this is just the scene, man. This is history here. When you talk about some of the legendary players that have put on that Pittsburgh Steelers uniform, some of the legendary coaches that have coached the Steelers, they've all had to come through here. Mm-hmm. This is a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. They've all been on these same fields. They've walked these same steps, that same hill of death that we always refer to. <laughs> I mean, you hear where there's Larry Brown we're talking to, oh, yeah. where there's John Cobb, like any of these guys. They we, we all have the same stories, just different variations of it, but yep. all the same places. And that, to me, is so special. It is. Um, outside of – for me, I, obviously, I was privileged enough to play when I was in Buffalo. Similar situation in terms of that training camp set and being at the same location. And that was one of the things that I loved about being here that reminded me of there was that, man, when you're able to just talk to some of these veteran players, these legendary guys, and they give you story after story here. Or how me and you, Wes, you never played here, but we can talk about Dinos and Sharkies. You know why? Because this place has been here for so damn <laughs> long. It's true. It's true. So it's like even though you don't have the same exact memories as me and, and vice versa, mm-hmm. it's like we still have similar things because of the history out here, man. That's right. And that's the thing that I love about this place, man. I love about the fan base out here as well, man. I spent some good time in those dorm rooms over, on, over my years I know, here. Hey, you got you, yeah, man. You stamped absolutely. And I didn't even do the Rena Center, you know, yeah. bringing bringing the nice mattress. Mm, got to see you a minimalist. That's although, why I like it, man. I might have might have brought a little memory foam, but you know, well, new, that's t- just smart, isn't it? Can, can I tell you something? Yeah, tell me a secret. So no, I tell anybody. I, I didn't rent anything either, but I was a Walmart A crate guy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I was definitely going to get me an A crate. Believe that. Like the fresh, like the you freshman year in the dorms, right? I was like, because I, I needed to feel gutter as well. Like, I felt like if I was sleeping on, like, the big boy mattress. Like, if you went rented, like, a queen mattress yeah. or a full mattress or something from Rena Center so down the I'm, road. I'm, I'm old school, like, with the old school boxers, right? And they would always talk about how, man, when you start getting money, you start getting, you know, you fed, you lose that fight. You mm-hmm. lose that dog. It's sure. like, yeah, well, you get comfortable. You, right. And I remember, you know, watching, was that Rocky 2? Uh, no, Rocky 3 when he's fighting Apollo, uh, Apollo Creed. No, not Apollo. Uh, he's fighting Mr. No, T. No, he's fighting Mr. T. Yep. And obviously he's like, yo, that guy, he's sleeping on silk seats. You know what I mean? So, uh, thousand, uh, thousand count sheets thousand and stuff like sheets. that. Like, man, I'm over here in this gutter. Like, he's not more hungry than me. And you see how he came up. Clever Lang was Clever his Lang, name. yep. You see how he came up. So for me, <laughs> I was really, like, into that You're mindset. trying to keep that Clever Lang mentality. So even though I came here and I obviously was making a lot more money than I was early in my career, I said, no, I'm going to stick with this same, like, minimalist yeah. gutter mentality when I'm here. Yeah. I got That's one awesome. pair of shoes. I got my dig on egg crate and a laptop. I don't care about no TV. I don't care about any other entertainment. I'm only here for football. And it would suck at times. My back still hurts at times from sleeping on that day going mattress with that little egg crate. But it served its purpose. Certainly. Because every time I was out here, I was locked in. And ultimately, I was able to do what I needed to do in terms of not just making it out here to La Trobe, but being able to come home from La Trobe as well. Because as my man TG has told you all on numerous occasions, Terrence Garvin I'm referring to, my locker mate, a lot of people come out to St. Vincent. Uh. Everybody don't make it back, though, baby. No, they don't. Everybody don't make it back. No, they don't. And as uh, as you know, Larry Brown and Randy Grossman mm-hmm. and some of those guys uh, shared stories with us in the past. 
sometimes you'd wake up and there wouldn't be certain members of the team. You know, you'd wake up and you'd go to breakfast and you'd be like, oh, where's uh, where's where's John? Mm-hmm. Uh, John got in his car in the middle of the night and decided to drive mm-hmm. home and go back to his job, yep. accounting or yep. in construction or sales P- or plenty, whatever, plenty whatever else he was going to do with his life. find new interests in August and July. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Plenty of people find new interests. I've seen a guy turn into a full-time rapper all between the first, uh, the last week of July and that first week of August. I'm like, bruh. What's going on here, do man? Do your dance? He's like, no, nah, I'm good, man. Do your this, dance, this ain't for AB. me, man. Do your dance. And I want to talk about him, but I forgot about the do your dance. Oh, Lord, A.B., Lord, Lord, Lord. But, yeah, man, like I, that football, man, that, that training camp will change your life. It had guys reconsidering if they love it or not, man. Mm-hmm. You better yeah. love it. You you and Pittsburgh Steelers training camp, yes, you better dude. love it because, like Motsi said, there's – there's not a lot of the glitz and glam. Not it's at all, man. Football, football, football. You, you, what they say, don't let go of that rope. Just hold on to it, baby. Hold. Just hold on to it. The rope. Hold fast. Good news from uh, from Mike Tomlin's okay. press conference about, about an about hour it. or so ago, Motsi. Love uh, with the boss man talk. Mike Tomlin was asked about uh, you know injuries and anyone who could be held out potentially on Saturday, and yeah. he said no Steelers have been ruled out who have been practicing regularly. That's the kicker. Yeah, practicing so you already regularly. know what that means. That means that no Najee, no Pat, no Minka. Like, what are we talking? Come on, Coach T, you trying to play us, man. Why are you trying to play us like that? Yeah, I guess you're right. Why are you Minka? trying to play us like that? <laughs> is, he Minka back to reg- is he back no. to regular? Nope. No. Nope. No, you're right. He's not. Come on, man. Deontay, nope. No. Chase, nope. No. <laughs> Najee, no. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> you got it. Coach T, he's slick with it. You know he's the worst. You know what they're doing. He's definitely uh, the worst. Conspiracy man. theory time. They're just hanging Mitch Trubisky out the dry that's there it. on offense that's Saturday it. night. You know, <laughs> that's it. Nobody that – anybody's been practicing regularly, they'll be out there. Coach, define regularly. What does that mean? Is they've been two, out there every single is day. Is that two in a row? Is that three in a row? Is that – he had to have a week consecutively. Like, what's, what's regularly? Is that every single practice? Come on now. Is Come that uh, now. Veterans Day off? Well, maybe what, what for they some call of these it? Guys? Plausible deniability, man. Plausible deniability. I thought you said they were going to be out good. there I mean, regularly. Listen, he doesn't he knows, practice regularly. He knows He knows what he's doing. <laughs> hey, Mike what's, what's the criteria for regularly? Hey, 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 that's a different conversation, man. I ain't talking about that today now. <laughs> Mike Tomlin was, of course, as, as you can imagine, <laughs> Arthur Coast Butts. T, you know that's my guy, too, man. He is the best. That's my guy. Uh, you, uh, as you can expect, uh, Mike Tomlin was asked about the running back, uh, you know, situation and, and behind Najee Harris and how he feels about the running back depth at this mm-hmm. point. And, you know, acknowledging that, that the Steelers have, have worked out some guys at that position over the last few yeah. weeks and brought some new faces into here at camp as well, too. Mike Tomlin, when asked about that and, you know, specifically the running back depth, he said, and I quote, I like it. I like uh, what things have played out here. I'm really interested in watching them in a stadium and watching, uh, obviously, ball security at the position is non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. Say so, that again. No, no, say that last part ball again. Ball security at that position is non-negotiable. That seems like mm-hmm. Coach laying down the gauntlet there to well, the group. because, man, when you talk about the easiest way to get beat, you put that ball on the ground. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're a quarterback, running back, wide receiver. You have to protect that ball. In the words of Coach Tomlin, verbatim, you are carrying our hopes and dreams in your arms. That's the reality <laughs> of it. So when you talk about the significance of ball security, that is why he is so just, you know, He's such a stickler for it, and he always harps on it because there is no gray area with that. And that's why, you know, for me, when we joke about mm-hmm. some of the older time guys and we're always talking about our conversation, there's always almost, almost, almost because Coach T, that's that's what he preaches. It's drilled in my head that turnovers matter. Oh, absolutely. You know, and that's just the beauty of it. But, yeah, I'm glad that he had he did lay that gauntlet down publicly. It'll be interesting, though, to see 
Benny Snell's usage as well because he's one of those guys who recently went down, and you're asking yourself regularly, what does that mean? Hmm. And he's the guy who needs the – Absolutely. Not necessarily for special teams because reps. he's proven in yeah. that capacity, but in terms of his RB2 chances, yes, he's going to need oh, those 100%. reps. Yeah. I mean, because right now Anthony McFarlane and Jalen Warren are making their own cases to be RB2. And absolutely are. you know how this thing goes. The longer you're out and they're making plays, the worse it is for you. Can't make the club in the tub. <sighs> Ain't that the truth. <laughs> the best availability – the best ability – Dang it, I messed it up. Man, you that's like you mess it up the a lot best too, ability. man. I'm gonna write it down in your hand next time. You want to tattoo it on my forehead? Is available. How you gonna read it if it's on your forehead? You gonna read it backwards? Off my computer screen. And you gonna read it backwards. You're gonna say the best availability is your ability. You're like, we'll huh? be right back where we're like, wait a minute, hold on, confused now. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm I am interested to watch the running backs on Saturday night. Uh especially since, you know, if you go if you read between the lines of, of Coach T's comments, uh running back or, or or sorry, the guys who have practiced regularly, that would not include Najee Harris. That would not include me also. I have not been practicing uh, out here have, regularly. You have not. So I don't make uh, you've been practicing regularly. You're gonna be at the game, right? Ooh, yeah. I hope they don't call me out of the booth. Yeah. I'm at the game but I'm not playing a lot. What's it look like, you know, if I'm yeah. if I'm one of these if I'm one of these bottom of the barrel camp guys, right? And I uh-huh. sus- and I sustain an injury. What's that look like for me? I'm not I'm not I'm not getting I'm not getting any great compensation, am I? You I'm said if you're getting, one of the bo- you, I'm probably getting medical bills covered, but is that is that about it? Um you know, they call me into no, the no, game no, are, on are Saturday you, night you, and I bust my shoulder this, this open. Is the question. This I mean, the question. is it at least worth it for me financially? <sighs> no. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. I was going to try to spin it for you. I'm just like, nah, it is not. Because that little bit of money that they're going to pay to take care of your shoulder, the way your shoulder will feel for the rest of your life, nah, buddy, nah. Yeah, you don't need that in your life. I don't life. need that in my life. You want to hold a little I wanna, Olivia. I want to hold you, my daughter. You, you, you want to be able to hold your know, Hopefully you, the, ne- hopefully you the next child. You want to hold your child. wife, Morgan. You want to be able to hold her. You know what I'm saying? It's certain things that she's going to be, hey, can you get that, that, that cup off the top, Captain? Like, you're going to be, Ooh. that's all. You don't need that in your life, man. No, I don't. You're absolutely right. Unless it's life-changing money, which yeah. uh, Mozi's telling me it is not. Yeah. So you get the life-changing money with the injury, you know, then it's different. But right now, you're just talking about the, the injury part. It's like, nah, that ain't, that ain't going to hang with you. I'm not, I'm not that is the, not I don't have the guaranteed, what you want. I don't yes. have the guaranteed contract. Yes, correct. Yeah, that'll be a little bit of a problem. Can, can I tell you a secret? Tell me a secret. I don't have a guaranteed contract anymore either. I'm just throwing it out there, man. That's, that's, why, okay. you're, that's why you're up here sitting behind the table yeah, with me. Yeah, and, and while I was performing hold-ins and, and I'm, I'm, I no-show on some days, that, that's why. Because my contract isn't guaranteed. You know, <laughs> Once upon a time it was, and I'll be out here every single day, man. <laughs> Uh, once upon a time, not too long ago. You know, yeah, I used to every single day, man, locked and loaded, man. A little, more, a little more physicality, yeah, though, now yeah. than you experience. So you know? maybe it's not a terrible trade-off in yeah. the end. Yeah, I guess it's all right. Family's coming out for you this afternoon. Yeah, yeah, man. Every once in a while they now come. They'll, every know, once they in a while they show the support. They won't have to worry about uh, every every crunch and every pad popping, you know, because yeah. if that's the case, I mean, somebody up here tried you, you and I don't like their chances. You think they worried about moi? Never <laughs> that. Come on now. <laughs> I yeah, the, the you know what? Obviously, the quarterbacks, quarterbacks, quarterbacks is going to be what gets all the attention on Saturday night. I'm sure you know Mozi and I are going to go on air for our next show after the preseason game, and and we're going to be quarterback this, quarterback that, and how did Mitch look, and how did Kenny look, and what did Mason do? I mean, we have to, we have to, so. we do, yeah, we do. But running back is is another one that I'm going to be very interested to discuss with you next week, um, because. You know, Mike Sullivan is the Steelers quarterbacks coach. Mm-hmm. Mike Sullivan's I thought he also, was a hockey coach. He's also the Penguins head coach. Yeah, that's and what the I Penguins head coach Mike Sullivan has that thick Massachusetts Boston yes, accent. That's true. 
and when he says the word opportunity, he always says opportunity. <laughs> I thought that was just a hockey thing. Opportunity. Yeah. There's a real opportunity for every running back on this roster not named Najee Harris on Saturday night. We'll see what Benny Snell looks like, obviously. But his you, availability. But you yeah. mentioned you mentioned uh, you mentioned um, McFar- Jalen McFarland Jaylen and Moreland yeah. and, and, and Jalen Warren. Those yeah. are the two big ones, McFarland and Jalen Warren. Um, and then even some of these other guys like Master Teague and some of the other guys that we've discussed. Yeah, they're going to get Teague is another one that's going to be pretty interesting. They're going to get their spin as well too. And he's been putting together some solid practices out here, man. He you has. can see the professionalism with him. Obviously, he. Doesn't have a lot of NFL experience, but he's not a rookie. And that does show. There's certain players where it's like, man, you could just see where it's not their first time going through it. He looks a little bit more mature out here. It'll be interesting to see him in stadium as well, man. I like these late camp additions that, you know, start to just make a little bit of noise, man, and ultimately see what they can do to, you know, unsettle the the normality or the the the, yes. the 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 mundane of the depth charts and stuff like that, man. Yes. So I'm excited about that. Absolutely. One hour in the books for us. One hour to go right up until practice starts. An hour from now on the campus of St. Vincent College. It's all part of our ongoing training camp coverage. On the other side, we'll continue to discuss Saturday night when the Steelers will put the pads on against somebody other than themselves. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Black and gold football lives here. What a play! 24-7. You're listening to SNR. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.